0: Fresh air. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fresh Ears from Fresh Air Recorded at Media 360 in Brighton I'm Neil Cowling, the founder of Fresh Air We spoke to a wide range of brand owners and delegates Including today's guest, Jennifer Carey The head of media at Channel 4 and board chair at Freeview This was all before Channel 4 released their brand new imagery, which we've all seen in the last week. And so while Jennifer was keeping tight-lipped about that specifically, Michaela was keen to find out how she viewed the sonic side of Channel 4.
1: So I'm here at Media 360 with Jennifer Carey, who is head of media at Channel 4 and also a board chair at Freeview. Um, Thank you for joining us, Jennifer. Hi, Michaela. Lovely to be here. Thank you. Um, We're here at Media360 talking specifically about the context of how brands sound and their audio identity, particularly in how they are distinctive sonically in an increasingly crowded market. Now, I know Channel 4 has clearly thought about what you sound like (laughs) in the past. You have um, a sonic ident. You have doubled in podcasts or more than doubled. You've got, particularly in the news space, you already have podcasts. But I'm really interested in hearing how much your audio identity ties back to kind of your mission statement and how those two things come together as a relationship and how what you
2: sound like has to have that relationship back to what you do in the market. It's a really interesting time to talk about our audio identity because we have, as you've alluded to, a classic sounds that people would associate with us. It's actually got a name. It's called Fourscore, that kind of classic Channel 4 identity sound. However, we have been on a bit of a brand transformation journey recently. Um, Anyone who has logged on to the Channel 4 app, as our streaming service is now known, will see a distinctive new bright green look and feel, and they'll also hear something a bit different um, before they watch one of our shows, so we have a new audio that plays across our on-screen presentation and in front of our shows where you watch them on our streaming platforms and uh, on on other platforms as well, Um, and in terms of how that ties into our brand identity, it's something we've thought a lot about our brand platform is altogether different, as you'll have seen in some of our um, brand campaigns that we've done over the years. And that really does run through everything that we do at Channel 4 um, in the marketing team and and beyond. So, you know, we thought about being distinctive. We thought about, like, just setting ourselves up against the sort of slightly more classic, bombastic sounds that you might hear from from other... Bombastic um, is a great word, by the way. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> Not thinking of anyone in particular, from <laughs> any other streamers. So we've chosen sort of slightly different instruments and we've, we've still stuck to that kind of four-note heritage, but it's just a little, bit, uh, a little bit different and hopefully that sort of reflects the sort of alternative positioning of our brand.
1: Exactly. I'm kind of going back to kind of your purpose was about Unheard Voices challenging things reinventing entertainment and it feels like i mean channel four is a a different case because there are so many brands and businesses who have never considered what they sound like they know what they look like they know what their color palette is but how that comes to life um in audio is something that they haven't so it's really interesting to go back and start thinking about as you said what instrumentation might represent you um and how what Vocabulary, you use the word bombastic. What what vocabulary you might use that differentiates you in the market to uh, to to another brand or business? Um, you've got a lot of long-serving talent um, at Channel Four yeah. who kind of represent you. I think as well. You you hear a voice and you think Channel Four through a lot of them. Christian Goody Murphy, for instance. Could you pick a single voice or person? Do you think to represent Channel Four?
2: Well, one of the other things I um, wanted to talk about was obviously we've got the sort of musicality and and tones that we use to identify the brand, but we do have brand voices, not only in the talent from our programmes, but in our announcers that talk to the viewers every single day. I really think it's a USB of Linear TV that we've got that direct relationship with the, the viewers when we're in their homes, when we're, you know, introducing the programs, telling them what they need to be a bit careful about, telling them there's going to be, you know, something they need to be wary of, but also telling them about our programs and our brand and you know other content that we know that they're they're going to like and we've got that sort of trust and assurance. So a part of my role I actually look after our team that we call Four Voice. And they're our kind of in-house voiceover team who provide the continuity announcements but increasingly provide voiceovers for our four studio digital content that lives on different platforms. And we really make sure that those voices are reflective of the UK and the nation at large. A lot of thought goes into making sure we've got you know classically continuity was very much that kind of rp BBC yes <laughs> yes absolutely so sound um and i think if you listen to the voices on channel four they definitely do sound kind of altogether different to what you would hear on other channels and we've definitely been at the forefront of that and kind of bringing different voices whether that's regionality or from different backgrounds and experiences we have a apprentice scheme we've got one of our announcers at the moment who's you know, very very new to tv and we're giving her that opportunity to kind of talk to talk to the nation live on channel four our continuity announcements on channel four in peak are live so anything could happen and i just think that they are the voices of the channel in the same status as our our presenters so whether that's krishnan or kevin mcleod or it's um, really interesting because you're right there are there's a collective both in terms of
1: celebrity talent who we know but also voices that represent the viewers and make them feel that they're represented on screen as well with that kind of stable of voices all of whom are deliberately different I guess to each other as well where's the common ground do you have kind of a, a brand bible that helps people understand what language and vocabulary that they ought to collectively use in their own distinctive voices
2: we think a lot about our tone of voice and that's something that, you know, we'll sometimes work with, um, with with brands or even sort of internal comms, and they'll come to us and say, like, can you make this sound a bit more Channel 4? Here's a training video that we have to do for everybody. Yeah. And, you know, our teams, both in 4 Creative and in 4 Voice, will know sort of the language to to use. Um, so we've kind of codified it in as much as we can, but there is something a bit sort of unquantifiable about that Channel 4-ness. We call it Fourness ness Internally. So, you know, the um, the teams will, will know how to make something trans- sound Channel 4, but also to be able to flex depending on the content. That was we have one- such a range. You could be introducing Hollyoaks and then you could be telling people that the Queen has passed away, which actually happened during Hollyoaks.
1: And you still need to sound like Channel 4 in yeah. all of those spaces. Has kind of your move to Leeds from London... Had any impact on how you sound?
2: Well, we're in Leeds. Yeah. We're also in Manchester. We're in Glasgow. We're in Bristol. Yeah. So, as part of our nations and, and regions program, we we do have hubs all across the UK. I think, in terms of our on our voices, we. Always made sure that we were sort of yep. representative of, of, of the UK. So I don't think the move to Leeds specifically has had an impact on that, but it certainly had an impact on the talents that are kind yeah. of working working behind the behind the scenes. You know, we've got a really strong footprint in in Leeds now, and lots of sort of young, fresh talent working in um, teams like our four studio team there. So it's definitely yeah. had an impact in in the kind of who's who's producing that content, especially for a younger audience.
1: Yeah. And what about different times of the day again would your style flex between morning and afternoon and evening after the watershed does, does that have any impact, do you think? On There's it?
2: definitely more you can get away with after the watershed. <laughs> There's certainly a cheeky tone of voice that can come out, you know. It depends. We've got a suite of channels as well. So if you're listening to E4, you can you can uh, imagine that you're going to get a slightly cheekier, more youthful tone of voice. But similarly, on, on Channel 4, you know, if you're introducing Naked Attraction, for example, at 10 o'clock, you'll have a slightly different take than if you were talking about um, what's coming up on Channel 4 News at seven absolutely so it's time of day but it's also very content driven but the schedule kind of reflects that and if you were a radio station or a podcast what do you think channel four
1: would be is there anything that exists or do you still need to break new ground
2: i think that we would be if we were we were a podcast we would be a channel four podcast and and similarly in in the audio space i think we're you know, we're a media brand, we have a very distinctive mission to create change through entertainment and a very distinctive tone of voice. So I don't think I could compare us to anybody else.
1: Um, I'm going slightly off piste here, but I'm genuinely interested in the relationship between when you have content that's sponsored by a brand, so brought to you by car company or food company or whatever it is, what sort of conversations do you have to make to make sure that both Channel 4 and that brand are represented in a piece of content that needs to work for both of you do they have free reign on what those kind of idents or bits around the content so the sponsorship yeah
2: idents it's not an area I work closely with so I don't want to speak for my my colleagues in the sponsorship and partnerships team but I do know that people come to us to be aligned with our content and our on our tone of voice, so I would imagine that the items they produced for Channel Four would be distinctive in relation to items that you might see on other channels. Absolutely, because it feels it feels
1: that way. It feels like they're coming to to be in the halo effect of Channel Four by yeah. being on your.
2: And we do run sort of special breaks with our advertisers you know whether that's sort of lego batman coming in and and taking over and that's when sort of the four voice team would also get involved to introduce that so we definitely work closely with our um commercial partners to make sure that everything sounds like it's coming from channel four
1: yeah absolutely with that extra layer of channel four creativity over the top have you ever considered extending your content into companion podcasts is that something that you would consider
2: I think we would never say never when it comes to uh, looking at new media, especially somewhere like audio, where we know that there's our kind of young target audience are spending an increasing number of time. So from a marketing perspective... Because of your, yeah, you're the lowest skewing public service channel in the UK. Yes. So from a marketing perspective, we are definitely reaching out into audio to talk to our audience so you know whether that's radio stations or um, digital audio Mm. we there's a great alignment there from a content perspective with what podcasts and and audio content provides so we are definitely from a marketing point of view sort of reaching our audience in in those spaces from a content point of view uh, again not my area but I would say yeah never say never Okay, so to
1: end, I'm going to circle back to where I started, which is this idea of brands needing to stand out in every regard that they can, including sonically in an increasingly crowded market. So how do you, there might be the the latest program, Love at First Sight Australia, for example. How do you know that your viewers, when they're watching content across multiple platforms, know that that is your content and not ITVX's, for example?
2: Well... That was a really key, that kind of brand attribution was a really key consideration in our kind of aligning behind a single master brand of Channel 4 and with that comes a very, very distinctive look and feel in our new bright bright green clothes but also sonically mentioned earlier our, our kind of new sound that you'll hear before you watch all of our content on the Channel 4 streaming platform and that's really important for us to be distinctive and for our audiences to recognise that that content is coming from Channel 4 whether they're seeing it you know on their social feeds or when they're seeing it on their connected TV or on their smartphone or tablet.
1: So you've almost got that kind of brand stamp at the start you can't watch the content without understanding that it's 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 Channel 4, it's brought to you by Channel 4.
2: Exactly and also we're commercial broadcast so we've got ad breaks that's another opportunity for us to really kind of be distinctive in terms of our brand identity with the opticals if you see a promo for another program it's going to have a very very distinctive um channel 4 look and and feel and design
1: thanks again to jennifer carey head of media at channel 4 for sitting down with us at media 360 i really appreciate it thank you thanks for having me
0: well, I hope you've enjoyed our Media 360 episodes of Fresh Ears. Please do listen back to some of the others, including conversations with Sky, Yorkshire Tea, and Right Move. And if you'd like to find out about creating a podcast for your brand, you can find us at freshairproduction.co.uk. In the meantime, I'm Neil Cowling. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Fresh.